everyone, and welcome to the Moving Forward podcast. My name is Robbie, and I'm here with Andy Lamrock. Hello, Andy. How you doing, Robbie? What's this? Week 17, I believe. Yes, sir. Yes, it is. And today we have a very exciting topic, kind of complementary to our previous episodes. Today we're talking about Wi-Fi 6, the latest generation <laughs> of Wi-Fi. And with plenty of routers and clients already available with chips using the 802.11ax certification, which is Wi-Fi 6, Wi-Fi 6 is beginning its rollout. It will become part of the official IEEE specification in September 2020. But why Why should anyone care, really? So Wi-Fi 6, which is the uh, consumer-friendly term for it, um, the specification is 802.11ax, it isn't designed to really boost download speeds significantly, although it is going to. The new features will really shine as device count in an area increases. So what does that mean? Let's have a look at one of the greatest updates coming with Wi-Fi 6, the ability to serve eight simultaneous users in downlink and uplink. And again, what does that mean? Well, let's take an example. Say you and I are at a house. There is eight smartphones, smartphones connected to the Wi-Fi. If we're using the old Wi-Fi standards, the router will have to serve these, these endpoints one by one. And that maybe works for us because the internet is really quick at the moment, but it's really inefficient, and we can really see the down, uh, the 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 issue when we are going into public places. Say you're in a conference, and you just want to check Facebook during the break, and for some reason it's not loading. That's the inefficient uh, inefficiency of the old Wi-Fi. Now with that example, I believe we can see the benefit of Wi-Fi 6. There's so many other features that are great with it, but especially with the increasing number of endpoints in our homes, not to mention IoT devices, I believe this is the main future that we're all looking forward to. So Andy, have you had a chance to experience Wi-Fi 6 yet? And how important does it seem to you in comparison to technologies such as 5G? No, haven't haven't experienced it, but I've read a lot about it. Um, mm -hmm. And look, it's pretty complex to be quite honest. I think there is 50 updates on the uh, pre previous version mm -hmm. of Wi-Fi, um, so Wi-Fi 5, that being. So that's a significant step change. Um, and I, and what's really kind of cool, they've, um, they've borrowed some structural uh, technology from mobile networks, which has yep. created this situation where you can now get many more users into a Wi-Fi cell uh, to all experience an ultra high definition experience uh, together. They've done that by broadening the spectrum uh, mm -hmm. as, as part of, is, is one element, but also too, you've got this ability to offload between 5G and Wi-Fi 6. So you're gonna create this real seamless, ultra high speed, ultra low, low latency yeah. experience in and around the home, out when you're mobile and in public spaces as well. So. Uh, I think they're very complementary and really exciting from that standpoint. And it's very helpful, especially that you mentioned the spectrum, because we know a lot of people that live in apartment buildings and interference is a real issue sometimes. The 5 gigahertz have helped with that, definitely, with more bands there um, and less overlapping bands. Uh, but they're also introducing a 1 gigahertz and a 6 gigahertz spectrum. And I'm pretty sure the more options you have to use, people in apartment buildings can figure out or in areas that are more crowded with Wi-Fi networks can figure out what's best for them to um, you know, minimize the amount of interference they have. But 
it seems like this is going to be very monumental for IoT, especially for industries. So say if, if, if you're in a factory and you need a lot of IoT devices that are telling you like, hey, I don't need maintenance, I'm good. Hey, I need maintenance here, something's wrong. That stuff, if it's connected to the old Wi-Fi, it's an issue in two ways. First of all, that the endpoints or the IoT endpoints need to be on all the time just trying to communicate with the router, and the router has to communicate with maybe hundreds of endpoints at that point. And if you're doing it one by one, it's really inefficient. How, how important do you see this, especially in industries? Look, well, I think it's critical. We're already seeing some great user cases for private 5G in industry and manufacturing in particular, mm -hmm. being able to uh, use 5G to uh, have robotics and machines respond uh, almost instantly, you know, with less than 10 milliseconds worth of delay time. Mm -hmm. um, I think Wi-Fi, this Wi-Fi 6 is, a, is another example of how you could achieve that. Um, I, I know that it's not going to have the same throughput and latency as the millimeter wave spectrum of 5G, uh -huh. um, but it will complement other 5G uh, services in terms of that. So we are still talking... Um, you know, high density, uh, high density architecture that supports multiple machines. So we're going really from um, low latency, low powered type IoT uh, applications now to high powered, high vo uh, high data volume um, requirements. Mm -hmm. And so I think uh, Wi-Fi six is really going to accelerate that space. And when we get to that. Um, high density, uh, uh, large data volume processing uh, situation, hmm. we end up moving to what I call, you know, high fidelity um, when it comes to data and data sets. So the ability then to drive at the edge decisioning um, is also accelerated. So I think there's lots of applications, particularly autonomous vehicles or anything that's connected to public infrastructure is really gonna accelerate in space. And really, the future that we're looking for is when you're you're out you're outside, you're moving around, you have 5G, you're a guaranteed very fast, very reliable network, and you go you go home and you're not really met with the old Wi-Fi where you know if you have so many devices on the network, you're going to have issues. No, you're met with Wi-Fi six and improved, faster uh, Wi-Fi. My understanding is that the new data rates can go up to uh, 9,600 megabits per second, theoretically, mm -hmm. of course, uh, which is an improvement to the, to the previous generation Wi-Fi uh, 5 Wave 2, which was about 7,000 megabits per second. So the speed has improved as well. Let's not. It's important to mention that. Um, but it's also important to mention that with Wi-Fi 5 Wave 2, it was able to service up to four devices on uh, on downlink. So four devices can be you can send information to four endpoints at the same time, but it was only one device uplink. And and, and that's yeah. an issue because it's not only the endpoint or, or, or the router and the endpoint receiving information, it's actually the router sending information and the endpoint sending information to request the, the, the data. So it's very important for this router to be able to receive a lot of requests from these devices, which is very important for IoT as well. But another feature that I think we should really focus on is the fact that the new Wi-Fi standard will allow IoT devices to go into sleep in the sense that mm. 
the Wi-Fi, the IoT devices do not need to continuously be knocking on the router's door for information. Like, do you have an update for me? Do you have an update for me? With Wi-Fi 6, they, they can schedule a time when the Wi-Fi 6 will wake the IoT device up and serve it the updates that it needs. I, I can't imagine how not only power efficient that is, but it, but I, I think there might be some use for security as well in this in this sense. Oh yeah, and you, you're filtering out a lot of noise and uh, overhead on the network at the same time, which is how you're getting a lot of the efficiency, right? Absolutely. Um, and we apply that back in the home, right? In the home, we're seeing this proliferation of devices, you know, mum and dad and, and the kids are at home at school. So we're talking three, four people are, are jumping on these networks and they're video conferencing and everything. And what we know about that is that's two-way, it's synchronous, right? Mm -hmm. We need bandwidth in both directions um, in a synchronous manner. So this is certainly going to help in that space. And I think I read a report around this where it's estimated by next year, 2021, we're expecting to see more than 50 devices in the average home connecting to a router. Wow. Um, so that's that's huge. And so, I mean, if I think about my home, you know, mm -hmm. uh, you, I've got my wife on, on her laptop at work. I've got my daughter on her laptop. I've got mine on a laptop. Then we've all got phones, so that's that's six. Mm. Then I've got an iPad, and then my wife's got an iPad. Okay, so that that's eight devices. Before we even start thinking about um, the fact that we've got lights now, we've got the LED uh, Wi-Fi enabled lights that are now connecting to it as well. So you start to do do do. do. We've mm. probably got twenty devices in our house already. Yeah, yeah, and and um, not to mention the Google Assistant, Alexa, whatever it is that you like. That's definitely going to so be there. True. Yep. Absolutely, absolutely. So, look, exciting times. Everything's getting connected. Wi-Fi 6 and 5G are really taking us there quickly. Very exciting indeed. And that was episode 17 of the Moving Forward podcast. Thank you for listening. Until next time. Thanks, Robbie. Don't forget to smile, everyone.